0: Welcome to I'm Anxious About, a podcast where two friends commiserate about our respective anxieties on a new topic each episode. I'm Christopher Mitchell.
1: And I'm Allison Green, and today we are anxious about running a podcast. averse to change and just heard us change our intro a little bit and wanted to run for the hills. We're sorry. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because we changed the word time, week to episode. So that's a little hint that we are changing the schedule of this podcast. We're going to go into why in a little bit. But basically, we are moving from a weekly podcast to an every other week podcast. Mm -hmm. And we'll explain why in a bit. So we hope we haven't sent you running for the hills. And if we have, I hope we are providing a really enthusiastic soundtrack for that run, I guess. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's really what it's about is to provide an enthusiastic soundtrack for the people who run for the hills based on our episodes. But yeah, I'm happy we just briefly addressed that because I know that you and I are particular. And uh, I know for certain that if an intro was changed by one word, and that wasn't immediately addressed, I would get immediately obsessed and probably wouldn't be able to focus on anything else. So we will, <laughs> we will address that yeah. properly in a moment here. And uh, I'd like to think the reasoning is quite reasonable, but uh, we can let our delightful listeners decide on that. So I guess before we get into that, we want to check in.
1: Yeah, let's quickly check in. So Chris, on a scale of one to starting a podcast where you discuss your innermost fears and anxieties each week, How are you doing today?
0: Well, I mean, that sounds pretty terrifying. I couldn't really imagine a position in which I would spend a full year, you know, 52 weeks straight recording episodes sharing my innermost anxieties. It sounds almost too far-fetched to even consider. But, you know, for the sake of this podcast, I will at least entertain it. Yeah, so I guess where I'm at... I'm actually not really anxious today, to be honest with you. I was pretty anxious yesterday, but in a wonderful turn of events, yesterday is not today. So I feel pretty good today. Honestly, like a one (laughs) or like a a two, maybe. So I, I have an impossible time providing any real breaks for myself. I'll just kind of work continuously and... Unless I'm like removed from a situation, which is why travel used to be good for me, because when I wasn't within the same walls, it was a lot easier for me to take breaks. So we can't, you know, quote unquote, travel right now with everything that's going on. However, my family has a little place by the lake, which uh, it's about four hours from Toronto. And no one's going to be there for the next week or so. And Brie is on her March break, which of course is in April. <laughs> and feels strange to call that March break. <laughs> but uh, we're going to go up and hopefully accomplish as much nothing as possible over a five-day span. So I think my anxiety is in some ways like padded by the idea that like even if the last five days were a disaster, and today it was a disaster. I have something to like, you know, generally be excited about. And I love like spending time in the woods. I think we've come to the conclusion by now that I'm alarmingly Canadian. And so that means that there's a decent chance that I would call back to a loon. We'll put it that way. So if I hear them over the lake with, <laughs> with the moonlit water, there's a decent chance I would call back. And, you know, I'm looking forward to being out there. There's a part of me that's very like, technological and sitting in a room surrounded by computers and lights and like probably very like, I don't know, UV contaminated human being uh, with all the stuff going on, all the lights and electricity I've got going on. Anyways, this is taking a weird turn. But what I'm trying to get is the other side of me is uh, very, very much. Chris
1: is anxious about you. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's the next episode. That's actually the real episode. All this is just conjecture. But I think I've always been someone that's like passionately a lot of different things. So on the one hand, I'm happy to sit in my office and be behind a mic and talk about this, that, and the other. But I think the only way I can do that in some respects is knowing that I can hop in a canoe and, you know, set off towards the trees. Again, this is getting alarmingly Canadian. I do apologize. Before this gets even more Canadian, (laughs) Allison, I'd love to check in with you and ask on this very implausible, strange scale, Uh, On a scale of one to starting a podcast, sharing your innermost anxieties every week to be shared on Thursdays, what? uh, (laughs) where are you at?
1: Oh, wow. I think I'm probably a two or a three. I'm not particularly anxious, but I didn't really get a lot done last week. And so I'm kind of feeling that sort of guilt anxiety kind of whispering at the back of my head that's like, hey, you know how you always thought that you were a piece of shit? You actually are this time, kind
0: of like. I knew piece of shit was coming into it. The moment you're like, I was like, oh, I know that voice and this classic piece of shit. Yeah, (laughs)
1: that's the classic piece of shit voice. Yeah, so my worthless piece of shit voice in the back of my brain is kind of screaming at me because I didn't accomplish enough. And as I say that though, I'm now realizing that, I'm insane. And on Friday, I stopped working at like 2 p.m. because I realized my brain just wasn't getting anything done. And I looked at what I published and I could have sworn that I had published nothing over the course of the week. And I realized I had put eight posts up on my site in a week. And I was like, wow, I'm delusional if I think I'm not getting anything done, you know? But it's just because my to do list is impossibly long, but also never written down and always just like a running soundtrack in my head. That's basically a treadmill in a cartoon going way too fast. So I was like, Oh, wow, I've actually finished quite a bit this week. Maybe I can let myself be done at 2pm and not hate myself. But you know, it's Monday that we're recording this. And shock and surprise, I didn't do anything over the weekend. And now I'm like, berating myself for having not done anything over the days that I wasn't supposed to be working anyway. And I'm feeling like crap about that too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just kind of in a bit of my good old self-flagellation station, you know, just that whole fun thing that I just love to do. So yeah, I'm about a three, but I'm going up to my aunts tomorrow. My aunt lives in Sonoma. She has a little farm up there. She has some baby goats. Mm-hmm. Goats are my second favorite animal in the world after dogs. And so I'm really excited to meet these little baby goats and just relax around a ton of animal energy. I find animals really mentally restorative and help me kind of calm down. So I'm really excited. And I haven't seen my aunt in two years. I haven't been up to her farm in about three so I'm really looking forward to going back up there. It's kind of a magical place. so that sounds lovely. Excited for both of our little, um, we're both being super rural <laughs> yes. this week. Yeah, we're both being, maybe our episode where we were both farmers at the end, or at least I was, um, is finally coming to fruition. I think it is.
0: And then, you know, of course, the forthcoming announcement about the I'm Anxious About Goat Farm that we are going to launch on your aunt's property, which you're (laughs) just finding out about now, but I've been planning.
1: Yeah, interesting. I'll have to run it by her.
0: Okay, check it out. have
1: a problem or two with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying when we are, when I'm able to, to travel again to the US, I see listenership being pretty excited about the potential of coming to hang out with us on a go farm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, who knows? Yeah. No. Okay.
1: It could be delightful. Okay.
0: Great. Yeah. Thanks
1: are delightful. So. <laughs>
0: it sounded like a no, but anyways, I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> so I suppose we'll just back up first and just mention that this does mark 52 straight episodes for us. There was technically one episode that was like, I'm anxious about missing an episode that had an asterisk on it in which we didn't have a full episode. But technically, every Thursday for an entire year, we have recorded an episode, which feels like a big accomplishment. And I am not going to lie, I tried to convince you in a multitude of ways to have our title be something other than running a podcast and be more like our one year anniversary, like something very corny and golden retrievery which is a reference to other episodes if uh people know that but you were like well chris i think we'll just stick with running a podcast because we can talk about more angles so i'm just putting it out there uh could have been uh I guess I'm anxious about our one year anniversary does sound a little bit like we are married. So that probably wouldn't have been the best idea. So probably
1: not. Probably would have confused quite a few people.
0: That's right. So I guess
1: mostly your wife,
0: especially my wife. (laughs) Uh, I think that would have been that would have been pretty alarming for me. She doesn't always listen to episodes, but I can imagine she might click on the I'm anxious about my one year anniversary (laughs) episode just to figure out what in God's name I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah.
1: So I'm glad that I took over and said running a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: think it's a good title for the episode, to be honest. And also it does really connect really well with IAA2, which is starting a podcast where I haven't gone back and listened to it, to be honest, but I think it would be really fun to go back and listen to it. One thing that I noticed, you know, just because we used to do all the editing ourselves, so we listened to the episodes to edit them and kind of went through them very carefully, but we've outsourced that. But you know, I noticed if you listen to an episode 50 weeks ago compared to now. I mean, I think it's a pretty huge difference, right? I'd like to think we've improved at this a little bit. If our rapport didn't get better, that would be really a sad sign for our partnership because if you can't get to know someone better in 50 (laughs) hours of talking, that's very, uh, that is tough. But I'd like to think as well that throughout the process, as we continue to research more and continue to understand more about anxiety and continue to understand more about our anxiety, I'd like to think that the episodes got less about like kind of laughing at ourselves for having anxiety and more about figuring out where the anxiety came from and maybe how we can help others through their anxiety. That is mm-hmm. my ambition. So yeah. but that's kind of what I got from it during this sort of reflective one year anniversary episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, what I'm realizing is that, you know, I use humor as both sort of sword and shield, you know, I use it to kind of protect myself from criticism by preemptively criticizing the hell out of myself and everyone else and just kind of deflating everything. And in that way, it's both defense and a weapon, armor and a weapon at the same time. And I think as I recorded the episodes and kind of got more comfortable behind the microphone, I stopped being quite so keeping things at arm's length with my humor. I th- you know, I think I still like to laugh and poke fun. And Chris is a very easy subject to poke fun oh, at as you. well.
0: <laughs>
1: and so that's obviously always going to be a part of this project. But Alison <laughs> poking that, fun at
0: Chris? Is that what you're
1: <laughs> Yeah. I meant humor, but most yes. of that. I think I got more comfortable being vulnerable and Not really like having any sort of topics be taboo or off-topic or off-limits. I mean, I think that has kind of grown over the course of the show. And I think as a result, we've been able to tackle some deeper issues that maybe when we were focusing on other topics at the beginning of our show, we were keeping things a little more at arm's length. So I think that's kind of one way in which we've kind of grown over this last year, which has been a really pleasant side effect of running a podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think you're right. Like some of the episodes near the beginning were like more about like, I'm anxious about places, you know, I'd be like, I'm anxious about mm-hmm. beaches, or I'm anxious about airports or whatever. And then by the end, it's like, I'm anxious about change. I'm anxious about, you know, like larger, broader things that have more mm-hmm. pathways and things that we can go down. I guess we should briefly just back up before we go too far into this. And I don't think this will be, you know, an hour and a half episode by any means. I think this should be like a nice kind of tight reflective episode. Like I kind of think about this in part, you know, when they kind of do like, not like a reunion show, but like they do an episode on a show and it's kind of like looking back on the previous season. And it's just kind of like, you know, there's always a song playing. It's like, there's something Mm -hmm. unpredictable, but in the end it's right. Like, you know, something like that. (laughs) So I think like this could be... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one of those style episodes but i think just so everybody is sort of clear with where we're at and why we made the choice to change the pacing up of things a little bit we should just talk the reason about
1: is you're launching your singing career
0: that's right yeah uh i was gonna i was hoping for like a dramatic pause where i could really announce that but uh anyways everyone can support me at uh chris the courageous singer.com no i'm just kidding that site doesn't exist yet Anywho, uh, what I was going to say was, uh, I'll pass it over to you, Alison, since I've talked about courageous singing now. And I think it's just, I probably deserve to have my mic muted for a quick second. I'll pass it <laughs> over to you just to talk about kind of the decision we made. Like after one year, it's recording 52 weeks straight. Why we've decided, you know, <clears throat> we'll back up and and do it every other week.
1: Uh, yeah. So Or I
0: can talk more, whatever you want.
1: No, it's fine. <laughs> so I think For us, we decided that when we started this podcast, we started it about a few weeks or a month into quarantine life. We both had more time on our hands than we knew what to do with or make of it and time I think we joked at the beginning that time had almost like a negative value because we just need we just needed things to fill it because we were so bored and life was so stagnant and all the hours seemed pretty much to just melt into each other and it was like one way to kind of give our week structure and meaning when our everyday jobs had just kind of you know
0: become meaningless, really
1: confusing, and yeah, it became completely obsolete. <laughs> Chris and I both write about travel for a living or did,
0: did, <laughs> did slash do.
1: We do still write about travel for a living is questionable. <laughs> I'm alive. Um, who's I'm living?
0: Alive. I love living. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So things were pretty confusing and up in the air for us at that point. And through the last year, we've both started up new businesses and new projects and all sorts of things, and we are both juggling a startling number of plates, (laughs) and I'm not very coordinated, and I think we have always prioritized this podcast as something that we really love and enjoy, but we started to realize that we are just kind of running out of time to work on all of our projects that we love and care about, And we didn't want to give this project short of the short shrift and not really give it as much attention as it deserves. And there are lots of things that we want to do to help grow this podcast and make it a more interesting project, a wider reaching project, a more deep and meaningful project. And we haven't really had the time to work on developing the podcast into something greater because we're just focused on making sure there's a new episode each Mm -hmm. week. So we're hoping that by cutting down the production schedule, we can put more effort and more thought into how we are continuing the podcast and growing it. So we think that if we pare back the hours we spend recording and launching each episode, we'll have more time to think about the development and that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's sort of the reason behind the cutting back of hours of recording and stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's been one of those things where really, yeah, just kind of, as you said, now balancing a million different things, a lot of those seeds that planted at the beginning, which were like negligible and didn't take a lot of time, take a lot of time have now grown into something larger, including this too. And I think honestly, it was a matter of like Uh, I have enough respect and love for this project that I wanted to make sure that it didn't end up at the back of the line of all the things I was doing and made sure that I gave it the love and time it deserved. And to me, that looks like making sure that we come to bat every two weeks really ready to go. And for people who aren't quite as familiar with podcasting in general, like a lot of big podcasts are operate on the bi-weekly schedule. So the fact that we were doing it weekly, wasn't, you know, that was almost like a bonus schedule as it was. And I think I just wanted to make sure that like, we were respecting what we had and didn't end up quietly like resenting the fact that we had to come behind the mic every week because it's something I've loved to do so much over the last year. And I mean, the other thing too is like, I'm really proud of where we've come. I mean, we don't really share the numbers publicly, but we're talking about tens and tens of thousands of downloads. So it's not an issue of like, is this worth our time? It's more like a issue of like, I think it'd be wonderful to see what we can do actually getting more show notes up on our site, actually kind of doing some of the backend stuff that no one wants to hear us talk about for more than 15 more seconds, because it's not very exciting. But at the same time too, it would help get more eyes on some of the stuff we're doing. And I think the other thing being that podcasting in a lot of ways is a long-term play. I didn't want to be in a situation where we ran, I'm anxious about for a year and three months straight and ended up with 65 episodes or whatever that would be and then said, I wish you well in your future endeavors, I'd much rather recognize that it was an amazing year, but probably can't keep that up in year two. So we split it to bi-weekly and we, you know, make sure that we can continue to make this podcast for the long-term and not leave everybody high and dry out of nowhere. And I don't think we would do that, you know. but it just felt like the right decision when we were talking about it. And also I should just mention for long-term listeners, it's not like a decision we took lightly either. I think if we felt like we could have kept up doing it every single week and done the job we wanted to, we would have, but it just didn't seem possible. And so it's really out of respect for how far we've come and where we want to keep going, and that's where we're at. So that is the full explanation of that. Plus I just couldn't handle being poked and prodded by your jabs every week. It was only a bi-weekly thing that I could embrace any further. <laughs> so my ego really was the one that came up with this idea because it's been shattered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I cannot take the jokes anymore. It's too hard. I need two weeks to recover between episodes. Yes. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's just been tough. I mean, something else I wanted to talk about just to, again, this is the you know, that sort of recap style episode, or, or at least an opportunity to look back and reflect. And I'd like to think that anyone who's been with us for 52 weeks straight will enjoy this. I mean, if, if you haven't been a longtime listener, I would recommend listening to any other episode would do, but you know, whatever, if you want to listen to this one, we won't stop you for sure. You know, it's been interesting, like how, if you had laid out for me, exactly the trajectory of this podcast and told me, okay, so you're going to launch this podcast and you're going to be featured on Forbes at one point and you're going to be interviewed on CBC and you're going to have all these downloads and you know this, that, and the other. Um, I think I would have been like, are you serious? That's surreal. I'm absolutely incredible. But when you're in that driver's seat, I think partially with the sort of anxiety really at the forefront of it, it's really hard to savor accomplishments. And this has nothing to do, by the way, with the schedule. This is a different conversation. But it's hard to... It can be hard sometimes with anxiety and partially ADHD to some extent too, to like actually stop, take a deep breath and savor where you're at and realize you've come a long way, as opposed to not focusing on the deficiencies. Well, why aren't we bigger? And why aren't we this? And why don't we have that? And how can we do this better? And it's so easy to kind of underline what's missing, you know, like kind of in the way that you were talking about how last week you're like, well, I'm really a piece of shit. And then you're like, I wrote eight posts, but in your mind it had to be nine or 10. Or, But if it was nine or 10, it would have had to be 11 or 12. So it's, it's interesting how you can almost, if you gave me that narrative a year ago, I would have been jumping for joy. And then you're in that narrative. And don't get me wrong, I love absolutely everything about this, but there's still some voice in your head that's like, but remember you're a failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. It's that classic imposter syndrome where wherever you are, you set the bar like two feet higher and then look at yourself as just a worm. It's like, of course, you can't get your body (laughs) off the ground, you lazy piece of shit. (laughs) You know, it's like once I get that voice, I can't stop. It's like I just get possessed by the piece of shit monster. And it's like as soon as that voice comes out, it's coming out. (laughs) I think that's very true, true for us. And also another thing I've realized is true is uh, time abhors a vacuum. And so whenever you free up some time for yourself, something else kind of comes and fills it up. So we started outsourcing our editing and we're like, oh, we'll have so much time back. But then we realized there were all these other things we want to do to expand the podcast, such as creating show notes and transcripts so that people who are hard of hearing deaf or just want to read our podcast instead of listening to our beautiful voices Mm -hmm. that definitely don't have any weird quirks or definitely doesn't say like too much (laughs) definitely doesn't have a horribly californian accent that is just a stereotype and a half we also have been recording with video for a couple weeks but haven't gotten anything on youtube So there are ways in which we want to make our content more accessible to people with different abilities and different modalities and different ways of finding information, whether that's through Google search or YouTube search. I think people would just probably say YouTube, but that's my blogger (laughs) brain coming up and other ways of discovering us other than podcasts and word of mouth. So we've been wanting to do these things, but we're just still... Even as we free up time, we're finding we don't have enough time. And with I run four blogs, Chris, you run two or three. Yeah. You run quite a few projects. We've got too many hats. We should probably have five heads for how many hats we both wear. It's so, uh, yeah, we've been struggling. The grand
0: total is two, yeah, two communities related to blogging and, uh, well, technically three, really. And then membership site around that kind of stuff, and two or three newsletters and four sites. It's a little bit out of hand and a couple of podcasts. So needless to say, the two of us could use, yeah, we could use clones. If anyone knows of a good clone, uh, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should specify a good cloning device and not just a good clone like There's an evil clone and a good clone, and we want to know the good clone. We want a good cloning device. I think that we should be more specific there, Chris. We might get something we weren't asking for.
0: That's true. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it from that angle. And in retrospect, and upon reflection, yeah, that could have been an error. I'm happy that you corrected that (laughs) just so that we can be sure of the future cloning potential for us. And, you know, I mean, I wonder if we, when we get the clones, if we can go back to... Once a week, I mean, it's possible.
1: We might be able to. And I think in the future, maybe we'd like to resume that when we've, you know, kind of created more structures and processes for getting things done faster and figured out other aspects of life and business. I think another thing that has been hard for us is we've both had to take back some of the hats that we used to give to other mm-hmm. people to wear and have put them atop our head, like that children's book with that, I think it's a Dr. Seuss book with like that cat who's wearing just like a million hats. Yeah, I forget what, it wasn't the cat in the hat. It was some other book where there is a, I'm thinking of a specific picture with a cat wearing like a million hats. But anyway, you know, when the world turned into the coronavirus and our jobs kind of took a massive hit in terms of income, and people accessing our sites, we had to, at least I had to, take on a lot more responsibility with my sites, things that I might have given to other people to help me with, Mm. plans that I had to expand. I then had to take the reins of myself. And so hopefully in the future, Chris and I will be able to free up more time to work on things that really matter to us. But right now we're kind of getting lost in the weeds of the nitty gritty and trying to handle a lot of stuff ourselves. And it's been really busy. Yeah. It's been a busy And busy,
0: you know, busy is like I like busy when it's all projects I'm I'm working on and I'm I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff on the horizon. And you know, with this project too, like I have a love and connection for this podcast that I You know, quite frankly, don't have with some of my other projects because I don't get to be so open and personal. And I'm also a huge believer in the power of podcasts to connect with voice, right? Like, I remember. And I think maybe I mentioned this before, but I remember, I remember I went to a conference one time and there was a guy whose podcast I loved and I listened to all the time. And I sort of like introduced myself. And when I heard his voice, like I almost got like a tickle down my spine because I was like, oh my God, it's like his voice in real life. Like I've spent so many hours with this voice and I don't know, there's something really powerful about that. I'm like this. I, I think, you know, sometimes I'd like to be very forward looking and be up to date on all the things. I can do for the future. But I'm also like an old man at heart where there's something extraordinarily endearing to me about the idea that when people can barely spare their attention to look at a notification on their phone, people at the same time seem more willing than ever statistically to spend an hour with somebody in their ear. And that seems like, you know, something extraordinarily powerful to me. And that's why I love the podcast form and Mm -hmm. why I don't have any qualms about giving so much of myself to the project. And the other thing too is like, I mentioned before, and we kind of mentioned how like, sometimes you can look at stats and say, well, why wouldn't I have more downloads and all this kind of stuff? But it's a crazy game to play because if someone told you, you're going to record a podcast in a football stadium with 25 or 30,000 people, you'd be like, what? But when those numbers on the back end, you see those same numbers, you're like, yeah, but like, I don't really want to admit that that's that many people, and like let's just pretend that's not fully real, so I can continue to make sure I feel like a piece of shit. You know, <laughs> you're like I don't know, but anywho, I think that's just the way my brain works, and, and and in part I'm actually like very grateful that I'm never satisfied because it means that I'm always hungry for more. But sometimes that does lead me to that place where I'm totally burnt out and exhausted, and I have to, you know, recalibrate and reorganize things. And the other thing is like I am pretty active in the i try to be pretty active in the adhd community particularly on reddit and things like that and there's this like hyper common trope among people with adhd and we've mentioned this before i think actually even on a recent episode about like this construct or this like this notion that like people with adhd don't finish anything and the cycle of people with adhd is that they start something they get really excited they tell everybody about it And then they skip the finishing or the like persistence that you need to finish a project and go straight to start a new project, tell everybody about it, skip the next step and go. And it's this revolving circle, which I think, you know, can hold some truth for sure. But that's why I'm so cognizant of making sure that I'm understanding where I'm at with projects and where I want to be and trying to avoid, if at all possible, that breaking point where you're like. I can't do this anymore. And, you know, I just got to drop it. And sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. But if there's something that like, if I can look in the future and see that that's preventable, I know exactly how to make sure that this project goes for as long as I want to make sure it can go for. I think that's like a, that's something I have to be proactive with, because I'm not sure about you. I know, I don't think you have quite the same sort of level of ADHD I got going on, but I know you've got whispers of it in the veins. And, you know, I'm just so cognizant of not being the person who starts things and doesn't finish them and gets really excited about them. And then somebody comes up to you in the hallway and they're like, how's that going? You know, when you saw people, of course, and you were like, oh, that, like that's already history. You know, like I like to make sure that I'm, I'm not even sure if there's like an underlying point there other than the fact that like, I'm cognizant of not only the fact that like sometimes with ADHD, like you, ADHD in particular, and I think ADHD and anxiety in particular, you get so fixated on how you're doing something or not doing something that you're almost just like, if I stop doing this, I can stop the cyclical thought about it and then it will free up so much more space or whatever and I guess it's harder when you sour on something with ADHD and anxiety, and this is not even necessarily related to this podcast in particular, but more in general, like if you put yourself in a position where you're going to start to dislike something and sour something and hate on it, it's very, very hard to like unsour that milk, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. And for me, it's definitely an issue I have where I've always struggled to stay committed to things. Partly because attention span is an issue and partly because I'm a perfectionist and if something isn't perfect, I just feel like it just shouldn't be done and it's not worth it and it's, you know, how could it be worthwhile if it's not an incredibly perfect polished gem? And so I think that has been something that's been, it's been a real exercise and consistency for me to show up every single week for a whole year That's not something I would normally do, just period. I'm not, I've never been consistent as a character trait in my life. And so it is, it has been nice to start this, but I think we were both realizing that we were about to sort of drop the consistency ball and we'd rather be consistent while scaling back rather than be inconsistent in the future and have weeks where we missed an episode because we got busy, or just sort of prioritize other things. And I think we'd rather just be consistently scaled back rather than forging ahead, trying to maintain the same focus that we've had for a year, continuing forward while you know, a lot of people who run, weekly podcast, that's their like full-time job. And this is a very part-time hobby for Chris and I running multiple projects that we are. So we've kind of had to realize, well, that was really fun for a year. For long-term, it's not sustainable. And we were going to start to come up with some really weird topics like, I'm anxious about my garbage can. (laughs) I'm anxious about... My phone battery, or I guess that would be something that's yeah. maybe actually valid. But that
0: sounds like I should write that down.
1: I'm just looking at objects around my room and just like <laughs> trying to think of random things. But we realize we probably wouldn't be able to continue to be anxious indefinitely.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they so. also like, I'm also very cognizant of like, I hate to be in the apology cycle, like where you are always letting people down. Like I just, I have that mm-hmm. embedded in me from elementary school and like school in general, where I always felt like I was always apologizing to somebody for something. And it yeah. was like a situation where, I think I just came I just wanted to be liked. You know, I think that's just, was it, I liked to be, I was a social person, I wanted to be liked, but I was always kind of like, I don't know, I'd probably play on the playground, but get too excited, knock somebody off. and like, oh, I'm sorry. Then go in the classroom, like drop something. You know, it was just kind of, I- wanted to avoid as much as possible to not put myself in those positions where like I start every episode by being like, so we're two days late and I'm sorry. And we're three days late and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I'm just, I have that complex built into me. And I should mention as well, like you mentioned, like this started as an outlet that was like not meant to be much of anything really and turned into something. And it's a really wonderful of my life that i'm very grateful for and i'm excited to continue to have that be a big part of my life and if this grows into the full thing that i do like if it gets to a place where down the line this blows up and you know everybody this is take notes here everybody share with your friends um no if this blows up and everybody decides to to share with everybody else and we get this massive even more massive group of people following us then fantastic but I guess you know that's never been the point And I never wanted it to be the point. And that's kind of a reminder for me, too, is like it's been also a form of therapy, like for myself and for you too, once every week to come in here and just chat. And and the messages we've got and some of the emails we got and all the, the outpouring of people being like, Hey, thanks for being unabashedly yourself and not holding anything back. I mean, that's pretty special. And that's kind of what I think the appropriate, like somewhat dramatic, like, we're reflecting together, like it's something unpredictable. You know, that that vibe again. It would only be right to to comment on that, you know, that growth that the podcast has gone under and and how that shifted, but also ourselves. I'd like to think we've come a long way, partially because we've taken the time to talk every week. And um, it's been wonderful to anybody who reached out to either of us via whatever channel, it's been great. And, and there's been so many cool opportunities that have come from this. I mean, I got an email last week again from like a wellness conference. They were like, they were asking, I didn't tell you about this, but they were asking if I might could speak or share a few words there. And I was like, every time that happens, I'm like, you're sure you're looking for Chris from I'm anxious about it. Like, are you sure you're looking for Allison or Chris? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, can we double check your, you know, going for the right person? But uh, every time, yeah, they're lo and behold, they, they are. So that's, that's pretty cool. I don't think we wanted to make this into uh, the world's longest reflection episode because eventually people are just going to be like, listen, if you continue hearkening back and getting emotional with each other, I am going to make sure that I not only unsubscribe but delete it in an aggressive fashion. So we don't want that to happen.
1: Forget you ever That's right.
0: Yeah. I'm anxious about ever seeing the title of your damn podcast again. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention on our... One-year anniversary episode.
1: No, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has listened, whether you started listening recently or you've been with us since near the beginning of our episodes. We really appreciate every single person who's taken the time to tune in once, twice, or every week. So we thank you. We do not take you for granted, and this is is something we've decided to do to maintain the quality of the show and maintain our interest while also being cognizant of not overburdening ourselves which as someone with four websites I am I'm particularly inclined to do. I'm very good. Um, I'm uh,
0: <laughs> I excel at overburdening, let me tell you
1: yeah yeah cool so we thank you very much and we are really happy to continue working on the show and creating great content for laughs, you guys we are
0: memories smiles laughs and
1: smiles yeah. memories you know maybe some matching tattoos that's
0: for sure down the line i mean when we can <laughs> when we can get them going i'm honestly this is a, another topic for another day but i'm hankering to get another tattoo i really want to get a Another big old tattoo on my forearm. I don't have a big old tattoo on my forearm.
1: <laughs> you were gonna say forehead. For yeah, second. my forehead. Like, mm, I'm looking. Person. I'm actually looking
0: for a huge forehead tattoo it, that just says it's just the I'm anxious about logo on my forehead, Allison. <laughs> That's actually.
1: <laughs> I mean, it would be great for publicity. People would be like, "Um, so." What's that all yeah, about? And be like, oh, it's f- like, well, actually, I have a shit. <laughs> yeah. so, so happy you asked. <laughs> it is
0: the funniest story. So um, if you go and open up Apple Podcasts, you'll see the. In fact, let's go do that yeah. now.
1: Let me watch you down You can it, right hit the
0: follow button right there. That would be great. Yeah.
1: And how about a five star review while you're yeah. at it?
0: Please, I know you haven't listened you yet, know, but just- you can see that I am. Perhaps you could write something like, Chris seems very dedicated. <laughs> based on the forehead tattoo. So yeah, that's so that's the next strategy. No, but really though, I I am going to get a, probably a nice big old tattoo. Um, I don't know exactly where you yeah, are. I'm thinking forearm. I know that uh, my mother listens to this podcast at times and uh, I apologize for the cringe that you're having right now thinking about my supple forearms covered in ink, but uh, here we are. So... <laughs> Moving on from that moment as quickly as possible, Allison. Uh, (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I'm having having fun with this episode. We're going to have to wrap it up uh, before this devolves into madness. We always finish our episodes and we finish all 51 of the previous episodes by patting ourselves on the back for something that we've done usually in the previous week. But hell, we make the rules so we can break them too. Are you patting yourself on the back for anything in particular?
1: I'm just patting myself on the back for keeping this up for a whole year and not letting myself slack on that. And even when times were challenging or busy or I was challenged or upset or struggling, we always found a way to make time for this project, to make sure we released something every single Thursday. And I... I think that's pretty cool. As a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist, (laughs) it's been hard to release something to the world that's so personal, that's also not perfect. And it's been a nice exercise in showing up and putting myself out there. So I'm happy that I've been able to do that. And we started the show at a really low point for me, professionally speaking, where I built this great six-figure business that imploded in front of my eyes day after day, just a complete decline. Small, continual explosions. Yeah. (laughs) And while I haven't come close to a full recovery, I really see the path forward and have built back quite a bit business-wise, and started new projects that will hopefully pay off dividends in the future, and so I'm just happy to be on the road towards picking myself back up and putting the pieces back together and seeing what that looks like. So, um, yeah, I'm just giving myself a moment to be like, you persevered through greatest professional challenge of your life. You showed up to something every week for a year and you've done a lot. So give yourself some credit. And if you want to take the day off at 2 p.m. on a Friday, maybe you can do that sometimes, you know, Um, (laughs) trying to retire the imposter syndrome a little bit. Yes. So anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm patting myself on the back for. And what about you, Chris? What's your uh, thing you're patting yourself on the back for this episode? Yeah,
0: well, firstly, the greatest professional challenge of your life is going to be the matching forehead tattoos for I'm anxious about that.
1: I'm never getting a tattoo. So, okay. So, not no. you'll just have to enjoy my invisible ink.
0: Okay. So, not the forehead, especially. Okay. All
1: right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right,
0: I tried. I mean, I kind of already do have an anxiety tattoo. I think I mentioned it before, but like I have a tattoo on my wrist that says Yavash Yavash, which I think I mentioned to you before in Turkish just means slowly, slowly. It's about taking a deep breath uh, whenever you start to sort of get like fret and panic about something and respect that uh, the world is strange and bizarre, but uh, it's not going to help to battle against the order of things. You kind of just have to take a deep breath and work with everything that's going on hence starting a podcast during COVID. That's classic essence of that, I think, in some sense. Anywho, what I'm patting myself on the back for, and I promise I won't sidestep to tattoos again, it's just really the same thing is the fact that we made it 52 weeks straight. I think that's a brilliant accomplishment. something I always was striving to do. I think we are both striving to do, but the fact that we did most of this podcast in different time zones, there were plenty of days where one of us would message the other and be like, I don't know if I can do this. And the other person would be like, I think we're going to do it because it's the only time it's going to work. And it's like, okay, just understand I'm like hollering into this. And, uh, and I always left every episode feeling better than I entered. And that is pretty damn great if you ask me. And it still holds true. You know, every, every time we get to this section, no matter how I felt coming into it, I always felt so much better for the rest of my day afterwards. So I'm patting myself on the back for doing that, for making it 52 episodes, and, and, I'm, and I'm patting myself on the back as well for taking the time to do this episode where we get to do that more reflective exercise. I think that's something like, I think we could have easily just done another topic this episode and uh, briefly mentioned at the beginning and then gone about our business. But I'm happy that uh, you know we have a whole future of talking about things that we're anxious about. Thankfully, there's no shortage of them especially in a biweekly format. We got plenty, plenty of ammunition to work with. But uh, at the same time too, I like that, you know, we're taking the time to do some different style episodes. Like the, I'm anxious about, was it the flying episode? Like where we kind of just rolled with it and did the Mm -hmm. entire episode like sequentially, like boarding the plane, on the plane and after. I think it's a similar thing. Like when you get more comfortable, you know you have an audience that kind of supports some how freaking bizarre you are. And like how strange you are, you can sort of just roll with the punches. And I feel like this episode was a was another step towards that, just respecting that we can do different things. It could be so easy to cage yourself in your own rules, you know, where you become the animal and the zookeeper. And it's like sometimes you just got to say, "Fuck it," you know. I'm I'm just gonna open up the cage and do whatever the hell I want, you know. And uh, I think that felt like this kind of episode for me. So I hope people enjoyed it. And we won't be back next week we will be back two weeks from now ready to go raring and ready to go with uh, with a new topic and um just a big thanks to everyone for working with us on that i think I'm not expecting any crazy backlash because that would be bizarre. But uh, you know, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to go to we're anxious about, which is our Facebook group, and throw some daggers, we'll be there to take them. It's okay. We'll be there to take them or catch them and just have a conversation about it. <laughs> uh, okay. This and just
1: politely put them back in their. That's sheath. right.
0: Put them. <laughs> hey, I'm not telling you what to do, but would you mind resheathing? <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. (laughs) Anyways, a huge thanks to everybody. It is now. Yeah, exactly. A huge thanks to everyone who's listened to this episode to a whole year of episodes and everything in between for the support, for the kindness, for the love, and hopefully we've been able to give some of that back to you guys.
1: Thanks so much. Have a wonderful two weeks (laughs) and we will see you in two weeks time. (laughs) it's going to be weird to transition to not saying everything next week. Exactly. I know. We'll see you next time. Time is going to be my best friend. Which
0: is why we spent like, (laughs) we were so anxious about it. We spent an entire episode being like, just so you know, in two weeks, it's in two weeks. Did you know it's in two weeks? We're going to send out a quiz actually, and we're anxious about, and it's going to be when is our next episode blank one, (laughs) two, or three. And we hope everyone gets it right. (laughs)
1: perfect thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful time
0: (laughs) bye guys